Star jump sequence terminates, Captain. Get the gravitational dampers online and open the blast aye, shield. Aye, sir. Bring us in closer. Aye, aye, sir. Moving us in on sublight drive. Extreme magnification. Nice. The center of the galaxy. And there's our black hole. The experience of a lifetime, Captain. Let me put this on audio. You should be able to hear the magnetic resonance. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. The edge of time and space where the impossible can happen. Welcome to the event horizon. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, whatever is relevant for the part of the world you are in. Indeed, welcome to the event horizon where the impossible happens. Join us each week at this time as we delve into the worlds of science fiction, fantasy, and science fact in all their forms. I am Gene Turnbow, I'm the station manager here at Krypton Radio, and instead of our usual panel discussion, we have a recording that we were fortunate enough to get from the June 6th morning broadcast of Good Morning Tatooine by Sean Obishan Crosby. And it is about the withdrawal of Star Wars star Kelly Marie Tran from social media in response to the bullying that she has received. Uh, it is... This is horrible, horrible stuff. Um... And Sean Crosby spoke very eloquently uh, on the topic for nearly an hour. And this is heartfelt, and it's something you should hear. Without further ado, Obi-Sean Crosby. This is the recording from Wednesday, June 6th. And this is episode 199 of Krypton Radio's The Event Horizon. Here we go. Hey guys, Sean Obi Sean Crosby here with you, sort of briefly, uh, interrupting our regularly scheduled, uh, auto DJ performance. I'm, uh, I'm trying to solve an issue here where my USB bus isn't working on my computer because Windows decided to update things while I was asleep. Isn't that awesome? Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I just wanted to let you know that I am not uh, sitting on my hands over here, and uh, I'm definitely trying to to make this happen. Um, we'll uh, we'll see how quickly I can can get it fixed. But I'm trying to roll back drivers and do all sorts of other installation things from this Windows update that uh, happened last night. One of the things that I wanted to talk about, though, I don't I don't have the ability to play music, which is largely why I'm I'm not on. Uh, if I, if I did, you know, uh, my, my music is on a portable USB drive that I take to a variety of different places. And of course the backups, uh, are also, uh, on those, uh, on those drives on other USB drives. So that, that kind of leaves me out of, out of luck for, for music, <laughs> unless, unless you want to hear, uh, you know, I could just play YouTube videos for you guys. <laughs> Uh, which would be kind of funny. Um, the reason that, that I'm chiming in right now, even though that I cannot play music is, is this. I'm, 
extremely uh, disheartened right now by something that's going on in Star Wars fandom. Of course, this show is called Good Morning Tatooine. I am a gigantic Star Wars fan. Our our pop culture show that's uh, myself and Colleen Crosby and Jeff Solo Donahoe is called Docking Bay 94. So it it is a pretty fair bet. If you do not know this for a fact, if you had to make an, an assumption, uh, it would be a fair assumption to say that Star Wars rules my life. Um, if you could look in my driveway and see the two Star Wars spaceship art cars there right now, there would be no doubt in your mind. But I'm very disappointed right now with the state of Star Wars fandom. Uh, and one thing in particular, to before we get to that though, I mean, just watching things since last December... Uh, what, December 15th or 16th or whatever, when The Last Jedi came out. People have been very down on, on Star Wars. Oh my god, they ruined it. You should fire Kathy Kennedy. You should, uh, you know, take Star Wars away from Disney. They're, they're destroying it. Uh, and a lot of this is coming from people. And, and whether you share these views or not, a lot of it is coming from people who, um, are not evolving with the Star Wars universe. And look, I get it. I was a Star Wars fan from day one. Uh, the book came out six months before the movie did, and I was a fan of the book. Um, you know, so if you want to argue original fandom kind of garbage, I won't say it's better, but I'll say that I was there. And I, as a 10-year-old boy... I loved Star Wars, and still do. The first movie is still my favorite. The Empire Strikes Back was great, but the first movie is still my favorite. And what's happening right now in fandom with people slamming it? You're welcome to have an opinion. You're welcome to slam something. Just make sure you do it from an informed position with backing. Don't tell me you think Star Wars sucks. Tell me why you think it sucks. Give me some insight into what's going on in your head. Say, I don't like Star Wars because of this and this and this and this. Make sure that you have seen the movie. Don't say, I hate it now and I'm not going to go see it, but I'm going to complain about it anyway because, you know, that's what I do now. No, you should have at least seen the movie. A lot of people are slamming Solo that haven't even seen it. You don't get an opinion if you haven't seen the movie. You can say, I don't want to see it because I didn't like the last Star Wars movie. That's fine. But you can't say, Solo sucks, but I haven't seen it. That's that's not a valid argument. But the thing that's getting me right now Beyond, you know, like I said, you're welcome to hate The Last Jedi. I thought it was cool. I liked it. I liked Luke's character arc. Did it make me happy? No. You know, was I happy for what happened to Luke? No. Can I see where it came from? Totally. Did they show me Star Wars I never expected? Yes. And that's a huge thing. That's a really good thing. I like to see Star Wars that I never expected to see. Pretty tremendous stuff. But, 
the thing that's really getting me right now, the thing that's making me mad, like angry mad, usually I'm a very live and let live kind of guy, but I'm really mad, is over bullies, people on the internet, driving people like Kelly Marie Tran, who's just an actress. She plays roles. She does a job. And she got the role that any of us would have killed to have, which was a role in a Star Wars movie. So in The Last Jedi, she played Rose Tico. And she's a person of color. She's Korean, as I recall. She is adorable. She did a fine job in the film. She was good. But she has now completely retreated from every piece of social media that she has because she's being bullied by people. And honestly, who would want that kind of negativity in your life? Which is ironic because if you followed her on social media, if you followed her, you would have seen an incredible amount of positivity. She's always excited to be doing anything she's doing. She posts lovely pictures of her out having fun with her friends. Um, there is nothing, you know, not cute or lovely about her at all. Yet bullies have driven her completely from Instagram, where she was posting pictures of her having a good life, Twitter, Facebook, all of these. She's gone from everything. Because bullies have driven her off social media. Because honestly, who wants that? Who wants to be bullied? Nobody wants to be bullied. So, okay. I have a fair amount of exposure, I guess, because I do these radio shows. Uh, that's, that's part one. Part two is I have a Star Wars spaceship car which turns up on the internet all the time. Part three is I do a lot of Star Wars charity dressed as characters, going to kids' hospitals and things like that, and I get a lot of pictures of me on the internet. I go to a lot of conventions. I'm a terrible cosplayer in that I don't take lots of pictures of myself, I don't post a lot of selfies, I don't do do things like that. But that said, despite all of that, I I seem to have some small amount of internet fame. Because of this, I get attacked. And I get attacked pretty frequently. My attacks take the form of uh, comments in videos other people have taken, photos other people have taken, things like that. But they make their way to me. And largely, I am amused by this. But I have developed a thick skin over, um, I don't know, 15 years or, or so of internet abuse. Um, I've developed a pretty thick skin. And the attacks that people make on me are ludicrous. They are, you know, I live in my parents' basement. I don't. Uh, I will never see a, see a grown woman naked. I have. I won't get a date. Well, that's ridiculous. I've had lots of dates. And I'll tell you, uh, next week, in fact, mm, maybe a little over a week, 
on Sunday the 17th of this month, I will have been, I will have known my wife for 30 years. So, you know, the doesn't get laid, doesn't get dates, but that's all an ex- extremely moot point for all of that. But people like to argue that point. People who don't know me, people who don't uh, bother to, you know, even look at my Facebook page, which is completely public. I have no, I have nothing that I hide on my Facebook page. Um, people just don't want to do the research. It's more fun to attack. And so I get attacked a lot. I get attacked over the car. That's stupid. He's got too much money. Uh, ridiculous rich or, you know, what a lame fanboy or blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, I get those kind of attacks and things like that. So I can understand in a very small capacity, I'm sure, um, what Kelly Marie Tran is going through. It's hard. It's brutal. I have articles on the internet written about me that, you know, talk about what a terrible person I am. And like I said, I, I get to blow it off and it's fine. But in her, in her case, she didn't ask to be abused. She's not doing anything weird. She's doing her job. She's being an actress. She's playing a part. She went into a film played a part she was cast to play in a costume that was chosen for her in a storyline that was written for her. You know, I don't understand why people are being terrible to her. And I'll tell you, she's a, she's first off, she's a science fiction fan. Secondly, when she went to the, the world premiere of the last Jedi, one of our local fan club members dressed as Rose Tico, wore her costume. And when Kelly saw her, she dropped to her knees and did a I'm not worthy kind of moment, gave her a giant hug, burst into tears. It was her first experience of somebody cosplaying her character. That was huge for her. It was huge for fans because she's one of us. And it was huge because she represents a really unrepresented segment of, you know, I don't know, race, society. We don't get, you know, out, outside of anime stuff produced in Japan or whatever, we don't get a lot of Asian main characters. This was terrific. But people had to attack her right out of the gate the minute the movie came out on her looks, on her costume, on her role, on her subplot, on her whatever. And she's been putting up with that for six months. And she's out. She's off the internet now. Everybody's rallying to her side. Uh, Mark Hamill, Mike Quinn, everybody, everybody in The Last Jedi, uh, who worked with her in some capacity, interacted with, with her in some capacity. They have, they're all coming to her side. And none of them are wrong. They're basically going, why? Why do you have to be a bully? 
And the thing that gets me, why are you attacking one of your own? She's us. You ever hear the stories? It, it, they used to, to report on these in newspapers back in the day. Local boy makes good. It doesn't have to be a boy. Be local local girl makes good. But they used to report these stories in the newspaper of somebody from our community went on and did something amazing. And it could have been anything. Went to World War II and became a hero. Got a job as, you know, CEO of some big company. Um, got a scholarship. Got uh, some sort of art endowment. Became an artist that became very popular. Whatever it was. They did something that was newsworthy, that was worth reporting on. It was like one of us, somebody from our community, went on to do something good. Just like we all wish we could. And that's why the Star Wars movies were. We all wanted to be Luke Skywalker. Or conversely, now we all want to be Rey. Or we want to be these heroes going off and doing things. Kelly Marie Tran did it. She got to be in a Star Wars film. And there's a lot of perks that come with that. And she doesn't get to enjoy them because people are being jerks. I would love to go meet her at a convention. She's not going to do it because we're scaring her away. We have shows on this station. We've got the Event Horizon. Uh, I'd love to interview her for Docking Bay 94, but she's not going to do these things anymore because we're driving her away. But she's us. She's a fan. She got to be in a Star Wars movie. Wouldn't you want to be in a Star Wars movie? And if you don't like Star Wars, pick the genre of your choice. Pick the franchise of your choice. Wouldn't you want to be a superhero as part of the Avengers team? You know, wouldn't you want to be in Star Trek? Don't you want your own action figure? I do. <laughs> I want I want my own action figure, honestly. Um... She got these things, and we're giving her grief over it. And when we attack her, we're attacking ourselves. And that's wrong. And and again, I, I, hate, I hate to sound like I'm playing this card. I seem to be doing it more and more lately. And I think it's just something that happens as you age. I'm 51 now. When I was a kid, in no aspect of my life was it cool to be a science fiction fan. Not one. I had a couple of friends that were like, oh, we like Star Wars 2, or we watched Battlestar Galactica, or we whatever. And we would commiserate with each other about how nobody else liked this stuff. And it was, it was terrible that you know, we couldn't like what we liked. I saw the bottom of a lot of trash cans. And because I played D&D or I liked Star Wars or I did whatever. But it's so different now that, you know, cosplay is acceptable. Nobody blinks if you walk through the mall in a costume anymore. Before people would come up to you, and, and admittedly, very old people still come up to me and do this. Are you in a play? <laughs> Which is like one of my favorite comments ever. But, you know, 
the the thing that gets me is that you know we shouldn't really be attacking ourselves and my wife points out that not all of them are are fans and i can't speak towards the usual internet trolls which are the people who attack me online usually and in fact my wife too they attack her too over the star wars car or the whatever but the difficulty that i'm having is i'm i'm seeing a lot of people who identify as fans you look when you track them back and you look at their interests and the pages they've liked and the pictures they post and all that kind of thing and and they talk about how you know star wars is ruined for me honestly she didn't ruin your star wars experience and if you're really that much of a fan you can look at at something like the last jedi and see its roots and things of like return of the jedi return of the jedi had its own dumb off story subplot two featuring Ewoks. That whole thing was completely unnecessary. And okay, so they have to go down and they have to disable this this shield generator in Return of the Jedi. Why is that any less of a ridiculous subplot than having to go find this, you know, code slicer on this submission so that he can help disable stuff on the big ship. Isn't it kind of the same plot? Kind of the same plot. There are just fewer little bears involved. So, uh, I could talk about this for a very, very long time. And uh, there's, I think I've done so for about 20 minutes already. <laughs> but it's it's heartbreaking to me that we as a culture, fans or not, have the ability to dictate somebody's life actions like this. Basically, people have told her, we're going to make your life so miserable that you don't get to enjoy Instagram. You don't get to enjoy Facebook. You don't get to enjoy Twitter. You don't get to enjoy these things that, you know, people who don't own these things are driving people off of these things. And, you know, can you have a happy life without these things? Certainly. And I'm sure her her life will be a lot happier without them. Or she'll go to very private versions of these things or whatnot. But I liked what she was sharing. I liked living vicariously through her experiences because she was me. She's a fan. She's doing the kind of things and living the kind of life that I would love to live. And I'm probably never going to get to do that. I doubt they're going to cast me in a Star Wars film doing something. But I loved watching her experiences. I loved watching her interact with people and, you know, do... You know, local girl makes good. She's exactly that person that we should be celebrating and enjoying her adventures. And we're not. Because other people won't let us. Anyway, everybody is welcome to their own opinion. This is mine. Uh, You don't have to share it. But that said... 
try to think about what you say and how it affects people and where they're coming from. I meet a lot of people on the internet who love being anonymous and the attacks that they make against me and my family. And like I said, water off a duck's back. A lot of this stuff doesn't really get to me. I start to get really annoyed when they start attacking my wife. That uh, that doesn't sit well with me. But what I do, which I'm not sure a lot of people are willing to do, is I'll jump in and I'll send a note. Oh, hey, you know, you mentioned this about me or my wife or whatever, but in reality, that couldn't be farther from the truth. And this project that you're bashing of this Star Wars car, I use it for charity and going to kids' hospitals and military bases and schools and libraries and trying to make my community a better place. It's not just because I'm, I'm, you know, a, just a complete uh, extroverted jerk and I just want a lot of attention. Although I'm on a radio show, I must want some kind of attention, right? But, you know, once I explain this to them, and, and it, you know, all of this is out there. They could have found it if they if they wanted to. And I've certainly replied to enough other people that you can find these same replies over and over and over again. I should almost have a cut and paste document of these replies. Once I talk to them, they apologize and they apologize fast because they realize they've been called out. They're not as anonymous on the internet as they think they are. Oh, oh my gosh, I didn't know you were going to see that. I, I totally get your point now. I, I'm really sorry. And I get that again and again and again because I send these things to people again and again and again because I get attacked again and again and again. And I know that it's inevitable. I know that people like to rail against stuff. I know that people right now don't have a lot of... Um, they feel like they don't have a lot of say in many aspects of their lives. And it could be their job, it could be politics, it could be relationships, it could be whatever. I, I get that. Not everything goes the way we want it to go. And it's easy to attack other people who have things going their way. I, a lot of times, I think I was talking to my wife about this the other day, I think I get attacked a lot just because I'm perceived as always being happy. That bugs people. Because misery loves company. It doesn't mean that I don't gripe a lot. I gripe a lot. My friends are probably very tired of me griping. But outwardly, because we don't know people that well, I have a terrific life. And I'm not saying my life isn't terrific. My life is amazing. And it's largely due to my wife. Um, my life is terrific. And it's not perfect. I'm not rich. We still bug you guys to go <laughs> to go to the station and help us out with Patreon and PayPal because um, we're not independently wealthy. <laughs> so you know it's not a it's not a perfect life. But when we see people who seem to have a perfect life, which Facebook shows us and Twitter shows us and Instagram shows us, because we only get little slices of people's lives. We see the best. And not only do we see the best in people's lives, we see that across the board. So we get hit with so much good stuff 
and experiences that other people are having that it can't help but make you look at your life and go, wow, I'm doing it wrong. And a lot of people I talk to who are initially on the attack, who eventually recant, we've had some really good conversations, actually. They've started as trolls, and then we've ended up having these really good conversations. But they're unhappy with their lives, and other people's lives look great. And when you've got hundreds or even thousands of friends on, on Facebook, you see the good over and over and over again, and everything looks good, and everything looks better than your life. The grass is always greener on the internet, I guess. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. You never know what's going to happen. We just uh, we just found out that, that designer Kate Spade seems to have taken her own life. She has made several companies. She was happily married with a son. She had millions and millions of, of dollars from selling these companies. Uh, her designs were universally loved by uh, people around the globe. Uh, she carved a niche for herself making handbags. She basically decided there were six types of handbags everybody needed to have, and she catered to, catered to that market and built an empire on them. But she took her own life, and we don't know why. We may never know why. She left some sort of note that they haven't haven't explained. But even though she seemed to have everything, something she felt was deficient, enough to remove herself from this planet, to take herself out of the game. Robin Williams, same thing. So, you know, you can't take what you see on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all the social media, you can't just take that and go, oh my God, everybody's having so much of a better life than I am. Because honestly, it's like public relations. They're only showing you the good stuff, the awesome stuff. And I won't doubt that there aren't people who are definitely living life better. (laughs) There's always going to be somebody. But, you know, that's what you see. That's what you see. And... Your experiences are relative to you. Your life is your life. You are in control of it, even when it seems like you're not. I know that you can't make somebody give you your dream job, but you can try. You can fight to get it. You can go to school to learn skills that will make it easier for them to give you your dream job. You can take some kind of action, and you got to fight, whatever your circumstances are. There have been times in my life where I have essentially been homeless and I have slept on couches and I lost every possession I owned except for like a box or two that I managed to keep of of like the most important stuff and lost just about everything. I had relationships that I thought were going to be my lifetime relationships completely disintegrate. That's the bad side of things. But you look to the future and things get better. This woman that I have spent 30 years with, I never saw her coming. I got out of a truck at a Renaissance fair and she was there and 
she has made my life amazing. But I didn't see her coming. I couldn't have told you that she was going to be there. And But what if I stopped looking? What if I had, you know, given in to every dark thought I ever had? Or, you know, I could have been in prison and missed the meeting with her. I could have been dead. I could have taken my own life. I'd have missed out on 30 years of ups and downs, but a good 30 years, right? You don't know what's out there. But if you stop looking, you're not going to find it. And and that's you. You have to be responsible for you looking for that stuff. And then you find these people who help you and make you better. The friends that you find. This Docking May 94 show that we do, Jeff and I have been doing for six years. I ran into Jeff at Walt Disney World. And we were making, <laughs> we were making snide comments to each other. And we had a lot in common. We hit it off. And thank goodness that even though we traveled thousands of miles to Walt Disney World to meet each other, he lived here in my neighborhood of Southern California. So, Jeff, a guy who has completely made my life better that I just met randomly. But again, if I had given up, if I had gone down a different direction, I wouldn't have met these people. So, and also, so that's that's me. I'm I'm responsible for keeping going and things like that. As you were responsible for keeping going on your own life. But letting other people dictate your life to you is folly. Don't let the trolls get to you. Don't let the people... Um, don't let them wear you, wear you down. Because it's easy. Because there's a lot of hate on the internet. There's a lot of people who feed off of hurting other people. And, you know, you just got to kind of laugh. And you got to know that you're doing it better. And in the case of Kelly Marie Tran, I'm sad that she's let it get to her. That doesn't mean I don't understand. I totally understand. I completely understand how that is. But who are we to make her make those choices? That makes us pretty terrible people. And it frustrates me. So, anyway. Um, I guess to get to get back to proper stuff. Uh, sorry that I have no music today. <laughs> with my computer problems. Um, and then I've sort of gone on an extended rant here. Uh, if you're still listening, thank you for listening. It's It's important. Our lives affect everybody. And you may not feel that way. You may look at yourself as, a, as an island of, you know, unhappiness or something like that. But the reality is we all affect each other. We are fortunate enough, and Krypton Radio is a really good example of that. We are fortunate enough to be able to band together over a common interest, which is speculative fiction or science fiction or fantasy 
we have these things that we love. Uh, there was a term that was called fandom as an all-consuming passion. And it kind of is. And, you know, Star Trek was amazing. Firefly was amazing. Star Wars was amazing. All of these things. Uh, the, the Everybody's got favorite authors. You may like Terry Pratchett or Douglas Adams because you like a good laugh with your science fiction and fantasy. You may like, you know, hard stuff like David Brin because you enjoy gigantic words that you can't pronounce. Uh, you know, Robert Heinlein who likes to throw left field ideas at you. There's all of these things. But we can all relate on this common level. We all like these things in one way or another. And that brings us all together. We can go to these giant conventions like San Diego Comic-Con, 150,000 people over five days that takes over a city. People spend thousands of dollars to go there, just to attend. Uh, people are disappointed when they can't get tickets. People are elated when they do. And every hotel in the city goes from $99 a room to like $450 a room. And people go. And why do they go? So they can have this giant communal experience with everybody. They can be there when it happens. Not everybody gets into Hall H, but when you're in Hall H, you get to be part of amazing things. And Sometimes it's worth it to people to camp out for 14, 18, 20 hours on a sidewalk overnight to get into Hall H to see the supernatural panel or even Twilight. And there's no right or wrong. If you like Twilight, you like Twilight. That's cool. People will bash on you the same way they bash on Star Wars. But it's what you like. And nobody can tell you that that's wrong. And so we get to to get together at these giant events and go way out of our way and some people even go into debt to do it to be a part of it to meet people who have similar interests than you have different interests from you and you get to be part of this thing and that's that's what we all are that's what we are here at Krypton Radio that's what we are in science fiction as a whole. We are part of this thing. And we have to be accepting of everything. We have to... You cannot like the things you don't like. But you can't attack somebody for not liking the thing you don't like. That's not fair. It's just not fair. And for Kelly Marie Tran... She hasn't been treated fairly. That's my opinion. You can have a different one. But I really just wanted to register my displeasure and my disappointment that we've taken a lovely woman and we have driven her away, fans or not, you know, some people are just trolls. I get it. But we've we've driven her away 
And I'm heartened by all the love that she's getting online. But she's not seeing it because she's not online. Because we've driven her away. And it's really unfortunate. When in reality, you know, I, I have friends who love things that I don't. I brought up Twilight. I have friends who like Twilight. I think it's silly. Doesn't mean I'm right and they're wrong. It means I get to make fun of them, but they make fun of me over Star Wars, and so it's fair. We give it back to each other. That's what it's all about. Um, and that's part of the fun. I love teasing people for things I don't like, and I love when people tease me for things they don't like. And I like a spirited debate. I can argue with the best of them. It's fun. You know, as long as we're not resorting to name calling. <laughs> but um, we're here. You guys are here. We are listening to Krypton Radio for a reason. And that reason is that we like science fiction. We have a common ground. You want to know a secret? I don't like everything we play here on Krypton Radio. Not every single song is to my liking. I'm I'm sure you guys are in there too. Not every song that gets played on here is my type of music. And it, that can be from the auto DJ. It can be from the other DJs that we have on the air. Sometimes I learn about new music because it wouldn't be something I would listen to, which is great. Sometimes I get songs stuck in my head like uh, the one song about uh, stalking super Hollywood superstar Shia LaBeouf. I get that song stuck in my head. <laughs> but it's a funny song. I'm sure for you guys listening to this show, sometimes I play certain TV theme songs maybe a little too often. I try to mix it up. But, you know, maybe you've heard the Battlestar Galactica theme maybe a few times too many. But if somebody's got a birthday from Battlestar Galactica, guess what you're going to hear? <laughs> but whether we like everything on this station or not, we're here and we're listening and we are part of this community. That's why we're so excited when you guys actually support the station. I mean, you know, on yes, on one hand, it means that money doesn't have to come out of somebody's pocket. But it's a vote of confidence from you guys. When you guys send us you know, a one-time thing from, like, PayPal. It's like, I liked something on the station enough that I'm rewarding you for playing it. I want to hear more of that. And that's why when you fill out something like this, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. If there's a show you like and you want to keep that show on the air, let us know. Because the DJs, we don't pull salaries, by the way. I'm not getting paid for this rant. <laughs> um, but... I am very rewarded that I can look at our listener tally and see that you guys are tuned in. Know that you're out there. Know that you're listening. Know that I'm not talking to empty space or playing music for nobody that's there. It's huge. And the fact that you guys are international is even better. That it's not just, you know, the United States or North America with Canada, but that we reach... Germany, Poland, the UK, France, um, Dubai, Belarus. We reach some really interesting corners of the world. 
That's what keeps us going. And when you guys do a, a PayPal or you do a Patreon, even more so with the Patreon, that's an ongoing vote of confidence. You like what you hear. You want to keep us on the air and you want to be a part of this. And and honestly, if you're ever in doubt of whether we want to hear from you, we do. I can sit here and I've been ranting for 45 minutes or 50 minutes or something like that. Um, you've been listening to me talk. We love to hear from you guys. You can send us a message on Facebook. You can send us an email. Anything you want to do. We used to have a thing where uh, if you had a had an opinion piece you wanted to do, you could leave a recording and we'd play it on the air. You want to send us a recording about something? Go for it. If you have a point to rebut from what I'm saying about this, let me know. My opinion is not the only one. My opinion may not even be the right one, because you've got one. We like to hear from you guys. This station is yours as much as it is ours. We just run it. But you guys can be involved on the station as much as you want. Uh, we meet people at conventions all the time who say they'd love to have a show. They very rarely follow through. But we're game, man. Let us know. Science fiction should be all-encompassing. It is speculative. It tries to foresee the future. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it fails miserably. Uh, very few people saw the internet coming. And that tickles me to, to no end. Uh, there were a few. There were a few. But um, we're all in it together. And we should be as welcoming as possible and as all-encompassing as possible. And when we do things like push someone like Kelly Marie Tran out of the fold, we're not doing anyone any favors. Suffice it to say, I imagine she's going to be back in episode 9, regardless of what people think. I will go see it. I will be happy to see her. And in fact, now I'm I'm on the verge of going to IMDb and seeing what else that she's done, honestly, or what she's got coming up, because I think she deserves a little support from me. And I want her to succeed. There are some actors I can say that I don't need to see them in things ever again, but I like I like her. And I would like to see her do more stuff. And the fact that she gets to do what many of us would love to do and be in Star Wars movies... That's pretty awesome. I want her to do more. And I don't think we should uh, we should be able to dissuade her from doing that as a culture. Anyway, one man's opinion. That's my that's my thing. Uh, you may disagree. You are welcome to disagree. You are welcome to tell me if you have an opposing viewpoint. Send me a note on Facebook totally do that you can send it to the uh, facebook.com slash krypton radio you can post it there 
you can record something and send it to me. I'll play it. It's got to be, you know, don't just yell at me. It's got to be insightful. But if you have an opposing viewpoint, I'll play it. Once I reach the point where I can play music again. (laughs) But anyway, I will remind you that you are listening to Krypton Radio and that uh, I am Sean Obi, Sean Crosby. A little different take on the show today because I have no ability to play music uh, because of Windows updates from Microsoft that occurred secretly in the night. I, I, my computer was dead when I walked up, even though it had been on, it was locked up. My keyboard was not working. And, uh, when I rebooted the system, uh, it, Windows very happily told me it made an update. And, uh, and so that's my problem. So I'm trying to solve some USB issues. I'm using an old school PS2 mouse. Uh, it has that one of those round barrel connectors. That's, that's what I'm using to get around right now. And that's what let me get on the air. But, uh, with luck, um, everything should be back, uh, and up tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to turn you back over to the auto DJ. Uh, thanks. If you've been listening to me, you know, take this long and winding road, uh, of, social commentary it is not it's not my usual usual position on this show um but i appreciate your your listening to my point of view and i appreciate that you may have one that differs and and that's cool like i said i am not necessarily right this is just what i thought i have the benefit of having a radio show that i can blather on about it but i appreciate you guys listening and I appreciate uh, you being here regardless of what we're doing on the show today. So anyway, I always end the show with the same thing. And it is this. Do amazing things. Because I know you're capable of doing amazing things. But amazing things is vague on purpose. Because everybody's got their own definition Of what an amazing thing is. It can be something you want to do. Because it is of an area of interest and you love it. It can be something that you do on behalf of someone else. Or for a segment of your community. That's, that's, you know, charity or service related. Um, It could be an experience that you want to share with other people. An amazing thing is very vague. But do amazing things. Make every moment count. The second thing I say is work towards your dreams if you can. I understand that not everybody is in a position to work towards their dreams. Sometimes you just have to work to survive. I get it. But in the back of your head, regardless of what your situation is, you have a dream. Work towards it. Try to make it happen. Whether you achieve it or not, whether you make it there or not, you have drive and you have hope. And those are important. So work towards your dreams if you can. When uh, when I was a kid, 
may the force be with you, totally identified yourself as a Star Wars fan. You know, and you would, we would say it among our friends, out of earshot of the bullies because we would get pummeled <laughs> if we said it where the bullies heard us. Uh, I, I have a friend who was the first one to discover that. I feel bad for, for him. Uh, Mike, poor Mike. Didn't go well. Um, but the force is whatever you want it to be. It is what you believe in. It is that thing that helps you get through life. Uh, some people ascribe it to religion. Some people ascribe it to hope or luck or whatever. The force is vague. It is, it is whatever helps you get through life and whatever motivates you and whatever you believe it to be. So, do amazing things. Work towards your dreams if you can. And may the force be with you. You have been listening to a special edition of Krypton Radio's weekly production of The Event Horizon for June 9th, 2018. Instead of our usual panel discussion, we have presented a commentary by the host of our morning music show, Good Morning Tatooine, Mr. Obi-Shawn Crosby, about the retreat of Star Wars actress Kelly Marie Tran from social media due to the pressures of bullying from trolls in Star Wars fandom. This episode will air again on June 9th at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, tomorrow afternoon. That's Sunday, and two more times on the following Thursday and Saturday mornings at 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern. Once all of the airtimes have passed, you will find this episode and others on iTunes, Stitcher, and on our own website at kryptonradio.com as podcasts. Krypton Radio is listener-supported geek culture radio, and the vast majority of our funding comes from listeners just like you. If you liked this evening's program and you enjoy listening to Krypton Radio, please visit patreon.com slash kryptonradio and contribute whatever we can. We live or die on your contributions, and we appreciate your support. The Event Horizon title sequence was written and produced by Gene Turnbow. The science officer was played by science fiction illustrator Mark Schurmeister. The engineer was Christian B. McGuire. The navigator was Christine Cherry. And the captain was voiced by science fiction grandmaster Larry Niven. This program is copyright 2018 by the Krypton Media Group Incorporated. The Event Horizon on Krypton Radio. It's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. <laughs>